Hi everyone and welcome to Off the Irish Health Podcasts. This podcast is aimed at people who are interested in field archery here in the UK. We'll cover coaching tips, advice on shooting, shoot reviews and we might even manage to have some guests. I'm your host Rob and I hope you enjoy it. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode from Off the Arrow Shelf Podcast and I want to talk to you today about mapping out field courses and mapping out shots, the processes that I go through when I'm actually setting a course out and setting a series of shots out. Now this may not be as exciting for those of you who are wanting some coaching tips, uh, coaching advice or yeah, I haven't got any guests on today, but it is something that is well worth learning about simply because you may at some point in the future go off and decide you want to build a field course with your friends. But also it makes you start thinking when you are out on a field course, and you are showing the competition, the sort of tricks that course layers might use to disguise distances. So let's get started. When we are setting a course out, to begin with we will walk around that woodland several times and it's basically so that you're walking along the paths you're seeing i quite like using um, animal trails if i can if, if there's a footpath through the wood fantastic but i'll keep your eye out for animal trails because they will find routes through your wood and that will sometimes give you the opportunity to find shots that you wouldn't necessarily have seen if you just walked a regular path you have a look around the wood, you get your hand around the layout of the wood, what kind of dynamics are. You may find immediately the first time you wander around, you just might see a, a tree or an avenue of tree that is perfect for what you perceive as a shot. And I'll go around and there'll be a few of us going around and then we'll be going around and we'll be looking and saying, what about this shot? What about this shot? And if you go onto my YouTube channel, you'll see that I, I put a YouTube a recording up and I've talked previously about these two meter long uh, fluorescent tubes that we use for marking out shots. We use them in the woodland. So you've got one color at the red peg where you're shooting from and the other one is where the target is. And you can leave these situated out and move around the wood and then be able to see shooting arcs, overshoots and stuff like that. We'll use them to kind of map out a course without putting any bosses in. It saves a lot of work of lifting, carting these um, three foot square bosses or you know, five foot square bosses around. Once we've got that though, once we've decided on the course, then there's a few more steps that we'll go through. What I will do, and this is this is the mapping process now, so we've, you've put the, the course in as you hope it's gonna work. And then what I will do is I'll start on target number one, and I will take a photograph from the shooting peg towards the target boss, the target location. And I'll make sure that photograph um, has got the shooting peg, the angle of the shot and the boss in it. It can kind of look a bit strange, but then I've got a photographic record of that shot. I then use my mobile phone. I've got a, a, an app on my mobile phone that I use for mapping. And it's called OS Locate. And the reason I use that is it gives me a GPS location and it gives me a compass direction as to which direction that the shot is going from. So the, from the red peg towards the boss. I'll document that. I'll take a screenshot of that. 
So I've got a photograph from the red peg. I've got the direction shown on a GPS system. And then what I will do is I'll get my range finder out and I'll measure and I'll use it to measure the range. So why am I doing all this? And, I'll, and once I've done that, I'll walk to the next shot. I'll do the next one. Same thing again. I'll take a photograph of it. I'll take a GPS of it. I'll take the range of it. And, I'll, and you can imagine this, this takes a while. So it takes a few hours to actually do. And you might wonder, well, that's an awful lot of work. And why on off are you doing that? Why can't you just put it in and be happy with it? Well, it's my own peace of mind. It's for risk assessments, really. What I will do is once I've, I've done all this, I will then transfer that GPS data onto a map. So I can look and go, right, I can see directions of the shots. I can see where the shots are in relation to the wood. I can see how they sit in relation to other shots on the course. And that's really important. We do our course laying in the winter so that all the undergrowth is down, all the bracken is down, the brambles are down, everything's flat. Go on to my YouTube channel and you'll see some of the footage up there of the wood and it's beautiful open yeah you can see the boss over there and 60 yards away there's another boss and over there there's another boss it's a great time to actually do course lane because when all the leaves are coming out on the trees when all the bracken is suddenly starting coming up the whole woodland changes and you won't be able to easily see how close one shot is compared to another so as i said i will go around and i will document all of this. This will go into a, a, a Word document and in that Word document there will be the shot, the size of the boss, any notes associated with things that we have to change, the distance of the shot, GPS location, direction of the shot. This will also be mapped onto a map. That map then goes out to everybody in the club. So everybody gets a digital copy of that. They get, a, get it as a, as a JPEG image, they get it as a PDF document. And on that map, there are routes around. There's the route that they're supposed to take. There'll be uh, any signs that need to go out. So, for example, we, our wood is, is quite a large wood, but we only get access to half of it. The other half is used by outdoor enthusiasts, so we have to put warning signs up. Likewise, on the new course that we've just laid in, we are closing some of the footpaths in our wood. These have been used previously, but because the way that we've put shots in now, we're actually closing sections of those paths. So there's signs that go out before any shoot goes out, or any shooting goes out, to say, right, this path is now closed. Please, you can't use it. It just raises awareness of that, you know, what's going on in the wood. And that's why all the maps go out, all the documentation goes out, and we risk assess everything. And once we've got all this information, we'll then look at it and go, do you know what, that shot's not going to work at the angle it is? Or can we change this slightly so that we can get a longer shot and we'll be able to go back and look at it and, and modify it? But by having all that written down, we can then share it with... The, the primary course layers and this year I've not done a huge amount of course laying I've done more of the documentation other guys at the wood and they've worked really really hard of shifting these bosses and the, these target bosses you know the smallest ones are three foot square foam bosses 
the largest ones are class size 1300 which is just if you work on about four and a half foot square target bosses and they take quite a lot of effort to move and in some cases there's two bosses on top of another because it's a tall target so we'll be putting these in and we've got shots ranging from five yards to 60 plus and we'll document all this and i'll go around and i'll take a record of it and then i'll write all this up and, and record all of this and i'll be able to turn around to the chairman of the club and, and say right we have got i don't know uh, actually just find my notes i think i think we've got six shots that are under 10 yards currently there's say 10 uh, between 11 to 20 yards then 21 to 30 and i'll be able to show them a breakdown and that's useful because then they can go and say okay then uh, we need to buy some maybe some more group four targets the small target faces or they'll go away and say okay yeah we need we need some more group twos and group threes and or they'll say all oh, right okay they'll be able to look at the, the document and say right rob's got a note here saying we need to change the boss on this because the banding's broken so that becomes a maintenance task uh, oh he's got a note here saying that if we change the angle of the boss slightly we will be able to gain another five or six yards on it always oh, got to know either there's a there's a there's a safety issue where it comes to uh, the footpath because there's, we've got badges in our woodland and they are very good at digging holes repeatedly everywhere so these this is what i mean but going back i was saying this is what i do and i'll do this on every single shot so there'll be a photograph of every shot there'll be range of every shot there'll be the directions of the shot and what I've also done is in, on our WhatsApp group that we have for our club is I've uploaded photographs of every single one of the shots. So that because then there's several of these are new shots, um, the, the club members who are going down, they can go, oh, I know target eight is a new shot. Quick look through my WhatsApp photo. Oh, yeah, this is what it should be. And yes, I know the route. I'm trying to get my head around the route. Okay, yeah. And they, they get the idea of it. They know what they, they should be shooting from. Um, which is particularly useful because we've got snow at present and we've also had quite a few branches coming down and we've had to change some of the roots because of trees coming down and branches coming down. So that's it. Why am I saying this? What benefit does this have to anybody who isn't a course layer? Well, think about this. I'm explaining that we are sitting down and we're looking at shots. We're trying to look for a proportion that will be what's called avenue shots where you might be shooting down an avenue of, of trees that has an issue of perspective for you trying to read the distance we've put one shot in and it's completely open ground there is nothing between you and the target except for one tiny little tree st stump which chances are you won't see because of the distance that is really hard to get a judgment because you have been shooting a woodland then suddenly you've got this huge open area and you'll be thinking well, okay is that 50 yards 55 60 65 what and because there's nothing near it for you to be able to get a judgment of it suddenly becomes oh right uh, I'm not sure about this likewise there's another shot where there are a series of trees quite close together 
and we've already had some of our club members misjudge the distance because they've looked and gone, oh, they're quite big trees, therefore that, that must be quite a long shot, and it's actually not as long as it looks. All of these factors, you know, going from, and one of the things we try and do is we try and break up distances. So you might have a five-yard shot followed by a 20-yard shot, which would then go to maybe a 30-ish yard shot, which goes back down to a 12-yard shot. So you're constantly having to adapt our distances. You may have the situation where you're shooting on a slight incline. If it goes the way we want it, there'll be a series of shots in the wood that, with the rangefinder, are within a few yards of one another. But when you read the ground and you look at the ground, they are completely different from the perspective because one you're shooting slightly uphill one you're shooting a uh, across the flat but there's quite a lot of tree canopy and one you're shooting through a, I won't say a series of windows there are a series of trees and scrubs so there's not a straight path going towards a target so it's not an easy way of judging it so all these you know when you're, you're shooting a course take a moment look at the ground around you Look at the you to the target and just take a second to make sure that you are reading that distance. Okay, so that's how I map out a target. Yes, it's time consuming. Doing I did 18 targets and it probably took me a good couple of hours going around with my notebook, my rangefinder and my pen. It's time consuming, but I actually quite enjoy it because you're wandering around the wood because people aren't shooting and you're you're just moving around on your own you get to see quite a lot of wildlife and it's quite relaxing i've always enjoyed being in woodland i always enjoy being out and about that sort of thing um so it's quite cool so that's that's what i do for um course lane that's what i do for mapping anybody got any questions by all means drop me a line i'll be happy to talk to you as i said i use os locate because it gives me uh, a gps location it gives me a longitude and latitude and a compass bearing um, i don't use anything like what three words because that's not accurate enough really from my experiences and as i said i know some people say well why don't you just pace out the shot rather than using a rangefinder some of our shots you can't if you walk the path to the shot you'll be walking a lot further than you actually would be shooting that shot because the path will wind to the shot because we're using the undergrowth or there'll be there's not a straight line to the target so that's why I use a, a rangefinder. And if you're interested, you can go on to Off the Arrow Shelf uh, website and you'll see I did a review of my Hawk rangefinder a couple of years ago. Still using it, still think it's fantastic. Yeah, I, I know some people don't like it because of the display inside, but I quite like it and it works well for me. I hope that's of use. If anybody's got any questions, please drop me a line. Take care. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you'd like to get in touch with any questions or suggestions for future podcasts, then drop me a line. My email address is offthearrowshelf at yahoo.co.uk. That's offthearrowshelf at yahoo.co.uk. Or you can check out the website offthearrowshelf.com. 
I'm also on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks for listening.